the Blindly Switching Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Blindly Switching Podcast episode 5. I.O. 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 Is it off to where we go? Well, maybe not quite. In computing terms, I.O. is input-output and that's what this episode is all about. But first of all, a bit of an apology. At the end of the last episode, I said the next episode would be about web browsing. I will do an episode on using the internet with Android, but I'm not quite fully comfortable with it yet. And I'm still investigating the various browser options, Firefox or Chrome or whatever, to try and find out what the best solution and the way that works best for me is. I didn't want to put out an episode that that sort of had a, a partial picture or, or wasn't complete. So, as I'd had some feedback from a listener, I thought answering the questions or the comments that he made would be a good episode. So, if anything I say brings up questions in your mind, or you'd like to comment on anything, I really do listen, and it very well may trigger me to record an episode very much like this one. If you do want to get in contact, the two easiest ways are via www ndadamson.com there's a contact us link on the website and that will send me an email or you can get in contact with me on twitter at adamson family a-d-a-m-s-o-n-f-a-m-i-l-y so ed got in touch with me thanks very much ed his first question or point was about aquamail from the last episode he'd wondered whether the checkboxes next to each email in aquamail were an effective way of managing email In last episode, I demonstrated uh, an app that I used to manage my email called Aquamail. And next to each email or each conversation, there's a checkbox that you use to manage. So move or delete or whatever, a set of emails. I kind of get what Ed's getting at, um, because that isn't necessarily, you think, well, I'm doing an awful lot of swiping and, and stuff like that to get to the right boxes. And it might not feel or might not sound very uh, efficient. I have to say that in my view, the interface to Aquamail is on par, if not better than pretty much every other mobile email client I've ever used. Yes, using Outlook on my desktop would probably be quicker to manage a whole pile of email. But as it comes down to access to email on mobile interfaces, I'd say using Aquamail, now I understand the interface, I can do as quick as I ever did uh, my email using Apple Mail on my iPhone. Ed also said how much he likes the TTS voice I'm using. In all the episodes so far, and in the demos that I do today, the voice that I'm using is the Google text-to-speech engine. And I have to say, I agree with Ed. I really, really like this voice. I think it's clear. I think it's pretty precise. Now, TTS is always a subjective thing. I've heard wars on email lists about deck talk versus eloquence versus acapella versus, oh, there's there's a number of different fans of various different speech engines. So it is very, very subjective. But this leads me on to my next point. One of the fantastic things about Android are the range of voices that you can use. If you don't like the Google TTS voice, then you can download uh, paid or free alternatives. So, for example, if you really like the Eloquence voice, you know, the one that comes as part of JAWS, or you can download it for NVDA and so on and so forth, then you can get it for your Android. In the UK, it costs £15, and you can use it with TalkBack or any other app that uses the text-to-speech interface. Ed also asked whether the recordings I've done so far were using the default rate and how fast the TTS voice could go. I believe the default rate is 20%. This is the default rate of 20%. This speed would drive Nick mad. 
So there you go. As I say, it would drive me mad that speed, but for a beginner that would seem very clear, I would imagine. I've been recording my demos at 30%. This is 30%. This is the speed I've recorded the demos at. My normal day-to-day -day use is at 50%, which sounds like this. This is the normal speed Nick uses. He feels like it's a good balance of speed to clarity. For completeness, let's do some other speeds. So I'm going to bring up the context menu and go to the TTS settings so you can see how that's done. So the global context menu is a down and right swipe. Talkback. Alert global context menu. Global. Read. Read. Repeat last. Utter, spell last. Copy last. Talkback settings. Text-to-speech settings. Text-to-speech okay, we'll settings. Text-to-speech settings. Okay, in the middle of the screen roughly will be the speed. Speech rate. Enlist seven items. There we go. 50% speech rate. See control. Use volume keys to adjust. Okay, so I'm going to go up to 60%. 55% speech rate. See control. Speech rate. 61% speech rate. See control. Use volume keys to adjust. Pitch. 61% speech rate. Speech rate. Language. English. United Kingdom. Double tap to activate. Okay, so that's that flicking speech around. 61% speech rate. See control. Let's get faster. Use volume keys to adjust. 66% speech rate. See control. 71% speech rate. See control. Now that's that's getting to the point where I'm struggling to understand it, but I'll uh, I'll continue to flick around just so you can hear what it sounds like. Speech rate. Language. English. United Kingdom. Settings button. Preferred engine. Fuel text. Speech engine. Double tap to activate. Settings button. Language. English. United Kingdom. Speech rate. 71% speech rate. See control. Okay, it's going faster, just in case anyone really wants it to go faster. Um, 76% speech rate, C control. 81% speech rate, C control. 81%, uh, I think that said. Speech rate. Language, English, United Kingdom. Settings button. Preferred engine, fuel text, speech engine. Settings button. Language, English, speech rate. 81% speech rate, C control. Use volume keys to adjust. 86% speech rate, C control. 91% speech rate, C control. 91%. I, I can't hear a difference, if I'm going to be honest, but I'm, I'm sure some of you might be able to. Speech rate. Language, English, United Kingdom. Settings button. Preferred engine, fuel text, speech engine. Settings button. Language, English, speech rate. Double tap to activate. 91% speech rate, C control. Okay, we're now going to get right up to the top speed. 96% speech rate, C control. 100% speech rate, C control. Speech rate. Language, English, United Kingdom. Settings button. Preferred engine, fuel text, speech engine. Settings button. Language, English, United Kingdom. Speech rate. 100% speech rate, C control. Use volume keys to adjust. So I can just about understand that just, I think. Um, I'm going to take it back down to 30 for the, for the rest of this. 94% speech rate, C control. 69% speech rate, C control. 44% speech rate, C control. 38% speech rate, C control. 33% speech rate, C control. That'll do 33%. Uh, the nice thing, again, I'm using the volume keys on the side of the phone just to adjust that, which is a general thing in Android that you can do with it. I really, really like. Remember, this is the Google text-to-speech engine. So if you use a different text-to-speech engine on Android, the different speeds are going to sound different and maybe less clear or more clear depending on on your own preferences. I'd also be quite interested in hearing from listeners uh, when I set my speed to 30% for the demos for the podcast does that feel about right? Uh, would you like it faster or slower? I'd be interested to hear your views on that one. We've spoken so far about output. Today's demo is input. Text input has now been mentioned on the last two episodes and um, apologies that I'm going to mention it again, hopefully for the last time. One of the really nice things about Android is that you can install and use different keyboards for text entry. You can also jump between them really easily. When I first got my Android phone, I was using the default Gboard keyboard. I was getting better as time went by as uh, using it, 
but it was it was quite slow progress and I found it quite frustrating to use. I've recently installed a number of other keyboards and I really quite like the Jelly Bean keyboard. I think this is meant to be similar to the keyboard found on older Android devices, but for me I find it much easier to use and you have to be far less precise with your finger movements to demonstrate. I'm in the body of a blank email and the way you type text is very similar to the iPhone's touch typing mechanism. So you push your finger on the area of the screen where the keyboard is, you find the letter you want to type and then you lift your finger. So I'm going to type in some stuff here and hopefully what you'll see here is I'm going to make some mistakes and you'll hear what happens when that happens. I'm going to uh, sort of put some punctuation in and so on and so forth. So you just get a bit of an example of how you type letters and numbers and words and so on. Capital T. Tango. H. H. I. I. Z. Sh S. S. Space. This. Y. U. I. I. Z. S. Space. B. B. L. Delete. B. Delete. N. N. I. I. C. C. K. K. V. V. Delete. Space. Nick. Okay, I'm going to make, I'm going to write the word typing, but I'm going to spell it incorrectly. T. T. U. U. P. P. I. I. N. N. G. G. Right, now I'm now hitting space, okay? So I'm hoping it will just replace that word. V. Space. Typing replace tupping. Typing. So you hear typing replace tupping. And then it said the word that it's, it's told me where my cursor is. So that's an example of typing. So if I... Return. New line. Okay. Capital G. Capital H. Capital E. E. K. L. L. K. L. L. O. O. Right. Now, if I want to write a full stop, um, that would be... I'm still on the letter keyboard. I could go to the right of the space bar and there will be a full stop. Space. Full stop. Yep. Space. And if I go to the left of the keyboard, I have this. Voice input voice input so for that's for dictation symbols next to that is the symbols keyboard symbols mode if i lift my finger on that and that's something i like and um, that this is still consistent so uh, unlike ios where you would find the symbols and then you would have to double tap on it, it it's almost like typing another letter you go to the symbols and you lift your finger um this is much more consistent i found percent hash at shift exclamate quote apostrophe colon just having a look around the, the, the keyboard. Percent. And then four, three, two, one. Normal, normal as as per normal top row, you've got your numbers. Um, one. What you also have when you're typing is if you, uh, you have your auto-predictive words at the top, uh, just above your Q, W, R, T, so on. Sorry, Q, W, E, R, T, Y, uh, row. So if I... Letters. Letters mode. Go to letters mode. If I have a look here. Jello. Double tap. Hello one. Bello. Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. So they're my auto predictive words and they're just three of them going across. I think I've sometimes seen four there. Um, I think. Um, and they're normally pretty good I have to say. If I wanted to switch keyboard. Um, now if you remember how I've described the layout of the 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 Android screen, you've got the vast majority of the screen, which is your app. And so in, my, in this case, it's the email app and the keyboard's there. But right down at the bottom, you have this little Home panel. button. Back button. Home button. Overview button. So Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. Going left to right, you've got the back button, the home button, and the overview button. But next to the overview button, when there's a keyboard up, you also uh, have overview the... Overview button. Switch input method button. 
switch in. Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. If I double tap that. Change keyboard. Showing items one to five of five. So I have five keyboards installed. So if I just flick here. Not ticked. Radio button. English, UK, comma. Android keyboard, next app. Enlist five items. Not ticked. Radio button. Gboard. Double tap to activate. Not ticked. Radio button. Google voice typing. Double tap to activate. Ticked radio button. English, UK, comma. Jellybean keyboard 4.3. Not ticked. Radio button. SwiftKey keyboard. Double tap to activate. So there are the five keyboards I have installed, and you can clearly see which one I'm using, which is the Jellybean keyboard. New. Editing. So I'm now back to my email window. I know many people like to use dictation on their phone, so I thought I'd give you a quick demonstration of how that works. I'm finding the voice input. I'm going to lift my finger, and we're going to start typing. This is Nick demonstrating how to dictate a message on Android. Google logo. Double tap to activate. Okay, so that's done that, hopefully. And now if I touch the middle of the screen. Editing. This is Nick typing. Hello one. This is Nick demonstrating how to dictate a message on Android. Edit box. Message body. What you heard there was what I typed. Then you, so you heard the typing. Then you heard hello one, which is what I typed as a demonstration of uh, earlier. And then you heard what I dictated. Now, I think that pretty much got it spot on. And actually, I have to say, dictation on Android is absolutely fantastic. It seems very, very precise, very, very accurate in, in terms of even with my slightly Leicestershire accent, but Leicestershire is a place in the UK for those outside of the UK, it still it still gets it pretty much now. Okay, I'm I'm a man uh, with not too strong an accent, so dictation does generally work quite well for me. So in this slightly shorter episode, we've looked at text input and voice output. And what I've found is that once you find a solution that works for you, then text input on Android is really quite nice. The range of available voices and the clarity of the default Google TTS voice is fantastic. I guess though the takeaway message from this episode is a more fundamental one about Android. With iOS, you're very much locked into working the way that Apple want you to work, particularly as it gets down to sort of the real fundamentals of the way the, the system works. And they have put a lot of effort into making the Apple way of doing things very nice. However, on Android, if you don't like the way something works, to use a bit of a phrase, there's an app for that. You can just change the thing that you don't like, even down to the screen reader. Talkback, which is what I've been using, is the most well-known one, and from what I can tell, the most popular one. But there are other options for screen readers. If, like Ed, you want to get in touch, you can do so at www.ndadamson.com or on Twitter at AdamsonFamily. Thanks for listening. See you next time.